Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May. And welcome to part three of the Independent Music Podcast End of Year Roundup. Anthony here, Gareth over there. We are going to have ten more amazing, beautiful, brilliant, weird, um, generally some of the best tunes released this year, in our humble opinions. You are even more enthusiastic than normal. Is this because it's the last podcast of the year? It's because we've I've got it there, guys. <laughs> it's um, I don't know. Just I was like. 
I and was, a good mood. Good as music. As I was doing that, I was thinking that I, I'm not sure ever in our now uh, 2,000 podcasts have I ever done <laughs> Anthony over here, Gareth over there, which is uh, something that I could have done more often. In what sense? What's over here and over there? Just like just saying, I'm Anthony. Here's Gareth. Yeah, we have we have the thing at the start for that. That, that is true. That's that, true. That, that's the whole point. So we don't have to remember to tell each other who we are. But then we also forget to say hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast some weeks, and we just talk as if we're just having <laughs> a chat. You know where we are. Yeah, um, exactly. We opened the podcast with a track uh, from the Jane Weaver album, Modern Cosmology. The song is called The Architect. Um, I, well, I, we, we both loved the Silver Globe, Jane Weaver's um, uh, album uh, that came out in 2014, something like that. Yeah, 14 or 15. Yeah. It was definitely reissued, wasn't it, like yeah, the following exactly. year? And um, and I listened to Modern Cosmology, I was like, oh, that's good. And then didn't really listen to it too much this year. But then my girlfriend has been listening to it loads at home. And it reminded me of what an absolutely brilliant album it is. That's a great song, but also the whole album's really well crafted. It's really poppy, but it's quite experimental too. And I think that it is everything that you're looking for in a sort of weird record, but also commercial sort of release. I think it's hard to do that while kind of being overground and underground at the same time. Hard to do better than that. So high five, Jane. Uh, great. Great job great record um one track that i have definitely uttered the words this is my favorite track of the year more than once uh is this one from not waving is one that anthony played on the podcast not too long ago actually the his album good luck came out on diagonal a few well, about a month or two ago october i think uh did i say it was not waving mm-hmm. if i didn't i have you now did. and yeah this is actually the second diagonal release on this uh this year's best of the podcast because we played the shit and shine record we last week shovel. which was also released on diagonal and they have had a sterling year as they usually do um this one though is an absolute blinding track it is definitely up there as one of my favorites of the year as every track on this podcast is and yeah it's called where are we
I hope you agree. I can't imagine there's anyone out there who disagrees that that's not just an absolutely blinding track. I'm going to um, speak to the DJs on New Year's Eve Eve, and I need to get someone in one of the two rooms to play that. Just if you me. Wanna, if you want to see me and Gareth rip our shirts off and uh, Top start, start jumping Top around soft. like manic Italo basement bum dungeon party animals, that's what's going to happen. Been to the gym enough to make me feel a bit more comfortable getting Guys, my top off. You are you are looking incredibly stacked. St- you are, you're looking in really good shape, man. Thanks, Unlike thanks, me, buddy. who's uh, you know my Magic the Gathering skills are improving. My weight is not. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one thing's going well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, not waving. Where are we? I know we played that track on the podcast previously, and the rest of the album called Good Luck out on Diagonal is also blinding. I just cannot get away from playing that one track though because it is so mm, good it's like um it is actually the th- it's a double vinyl and it's on the seaside so it's quite nice to get through a lot of that record and then i think this is a great record and then that and comes then there in. it is yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah it's such a good record they don't need to put the banger first no exactly um yeah which is rare on a contemporary modern record yeah, um, but yeah italian producer london based not waving brilliant can't wait to hear what he's got out next year i want to play you Probably my favourite song from the new Forest Swords album. I haven't looked at our best of, like, every year, but I reckon every year that Forest Swords releases an album, we put it on the end of year list. There was definitely the, um, there was a soundtrack that he did last year that was ah, on last yeah, year's yeah. one. That's, I, was, I thought he was on last year's, but I couldn't think of what release it was. It was that when he did the soundtrack to the ballet, that record that I've got. Ah, uh, yes, I've been listening, I bought this record, uh just a few weeks ago it's only been out for two months and since then I've listened to it nearly constantly and this is my favourite it's called Panic
these end of year casts are no doubt just overblown with hyperbole, but uh, Forest Swords, man, uh, what a what a musician! Incredible. I don't think anyone produces music like him in the world. I think he's the only young artist in the UK right now that I would call an absolute bona fide one hundred percent auteur genius. Um, I hope I'm not, you know, no hyperbole, too, too much of an ego, Matthew. But um, yeah, put him on uh, once, twice, and he was a very nice man as well. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. Well, we were just chatting uh, off mic about how this is one of those records you can listen to a lot and then you'll probably put it on a shelf for three years, come back to it and then go, that's amazing. Yeah, Still. exactly. So that's released on Ninja Tune Records, who, as with every year, had another sterling year of releasing excellent electronic music. And uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be seeing Forest Swords again soon because I've kind of missed his last few shows, which is pretty terrible considering I love his music so much. A fact for you. Ninja Tune are the most played record label on this here podcast. Ah, oh, well done, Ninja Tune. Are they going to guest on your other radio show? I have an offer out. Boom, I hope so. Yeah, I well, hope so Well, you should too. tell them that. The Independent Music Podcast, listened to by thousands of adoring music fans across the world, you are the most played record label. In fact, maybe we're why they're doing so well. I have told them that. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, number two? Do you know what number two is? Um, okay, I'm going to... Do a choice of three, and you tell me if it's one of them. Okay, it's gonna it's gotta be one of them. <laughs> okay, so rocket. Okay, hyperdub. Yeah. Uh, I suppose you didn't say Jatari. Nah, I don't think Jatari. They're, they're enough releases. I'm gonna say hyperdub or rocket. You are correct. It is rocket, and hyperdub is definitely in top five as well. Okay, nice. It's up there. Uh, rocket only has one fewer than Ninja Tune. I can't remember off the top of my head which is in which order. Uh, which how many is in each? I think Ninja Tune have like twenty-one. Rocket have twenty. <laughs> nice. Well, I was at the garage yesterday with John and Chris, who run Rocket, and with Sam Wheel, who does uh, the visuals and projections for Forest Swords. So I like it how that all ties that into one nice little bow. Almost like we planned it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to play something from uh, Eminative. Eminative is a uh, jazz musician in London. He, An old buddy of mine from back in East Quinstead. Yeah, Nick Woodmansey. He put out a seven-inch record, <laughs> self-released earlier this year, called Omna Shanti. It features a couple of other uh, podcast favourites, like Samrathy Korwar and uh, Tamar Osborne from um, um, Kolakuta. Uh, a couple of other people in here, Ben Hadwin, who I think we may have played on the podcast as well, and a few other names that I'm not aware of. Jessica Loren, who's on there. I saw her on the on the train yesterday, getting on on a roke, and I was like, oh, she's a, a, a local to us. Yeah, excellent, down here in southeast London. Um, so they put this on out on seven inch back in May, and this is it. It's called Omnishanti.
love a bit of emanative, do, ominous shanty. Do you have that on 7-inch? Yes, yes I do. Oh, I don't, I need to buy myself a copy of that. Um, it's a brilliant, beautiful jazz recording. It is, and it is sold out on 7-inch through their Bandcamp, which I think might be the only place to buy it, um, but Discogs is your friend. Nice. And you know Nick, so you might have a couple of copies lying around it's for the you. the next-door neighbour of my parents for a time. Is that um, true? Yep. I did never know that. <laughs> yep. Nick lived as an ex-door neighbour to my parents for over a year. I, I mean, when I, I wasn't living there at the time, but like when I used to go down and visit, uh, there's sort of like a fence between and there was a trampoline. And I just remember his kids sort of bouncing on it and me, sort of like sticking my head over the fence to sort of hang out and chat. Yeah, lovely. And yeah, a decorator, jazz musician, drummer extraordinaire. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely insight into your life that was. <laughs> See, however long we've known each other for, which is a fair few years now, I still learn new things about you. Isn't that nice? Exactly. So, yeah, nice one, Nick. Uh, Good to have a bit of jazz on here because I know that there's... Because also I want to point out, if anyone's listening back to these, that we could not play any of these 30 songs that we have played and put in songs that are equally good in all genres. And there's no way we can cover every brilliant release there's been magnificent techno and house releases, jazz releases, metal releases, folk, indie, pop, you name it. So this is just like a few favourites. Just to oh yeah, well, for every yeah, like you say, for every record that we play, there's about twenty that we don't. I'm for my next my favourite labels show is on Boxing Day, and because I don't want to get someone in from eating their Christmas turkey leftovers. I am going to do a two-hour sort of my favourite labels of the year and there will be loads of records in that that obviously don't feature in this year's podcast best of. Yeah, so as just mentioned, uh, so hang on, did we play an interstitial release? We did. For us all. So now we're going to play a Rocket release. So, you know, so for Rocket to sort of keep it, keep it close, you know, to uh, keep keep their noses near the back of Ninja Tune. And I'm going to play you one from Pigs, 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 Pigs. Actually, pigs. sorry to inter- interrupt your uh, pigs. I'm not sure what you'd got interrupt up to. Interrupt my in. racing analogy. Yeah, it's... Uh... Because we played Nod in the first of these best ofs, I think that might mean they've caught up with Ninja Tune. Oh, of course, because they were only one behind. Yeah, because I did actually only check, check this a few weeks ago. <laughs> well, there we go. So I want to play you one from Pigs, 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 Pigs. It is the sort of single from their album, because the other songs are like 15, 20 minutes long. Here it is, Sweet Relief. <laughs>
there it was. Sweet relief. Pigs, 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 pigs. Uh, Motorhead-esque heavy rock. Been one of the best live bands in the country now for the last few years. Picking up more and more fans wherever they go. Um, and that was a debut full length and it did not disappoint. The other two songs are sort of like 15, 20 minute long epic bangers and uh, the record label essentially insisted we need one song that's like three or four minutes please so we can try to put it on the radio is, and they did is that where the title sweet relief comes from is sweet relief from all the unrelenting music or sweet relief sweet relief from mm. chris and john complaining about them for not having a radio single exactly <laughs> i'm not sure let's let's say the latter okay so oh, yeah <laughs> that would be quite amusing that's the case uh so I'm going to so yeah, uh, speaking of my radio show, a few uh, weeks back I had Alien Jams on. Uh, we're celebrating the release of this record, uh, Wilted Woman, uh, Home Listener. Absolutely brilliant techno record, um, uh, obviously, because it's on this show. And yeah, this is the opening track from it. It's called Heating Problem. <laughs> Thank you. 
there you go. It's a wilted woman, a Berlin-based, brilliant electronic musician. Uh, she has released this record, Home Listener, on Alien Jams. Heating Problem was the name of the track, first one on that record. The whole thing is... I was going to say a bit balmy, that's not quite the right term, but it is lots of different takes on modern techno music. And Alien Jams has had, uh, you know, a a quiet year really, because they're a small label who only release one or two records a year. They also released Notchex this year, previously of Planet Mew, I believe. Or, no, maybe not Planet Mew, it might have been Diagonal again. Not not sure. In fact, uh, but yeah, they released Notchex earlier in the year, which is also a great listen if you're into your techno. Alienjams.bandcamp.com if you want that. Nice feature in uh, Wire magazine this month about uh, Wilted Woman as well. If you're not a subscriber to Wire magazine, if you enjoy this podcast, you could do worse. Um, I think I'm going to play you one from Snapped Ankles next. I will give you my 2017 musical regret. I used to promote Snapped Ankles and um, and essentially just like they weren't really that popular. I always enjoyed them. I didn't think they were like absolutely amazing, but I thought they were a really good band and but didn't wasn't really too much of an audience for it. They moved to Leaf Label and they were just like, Leaf, like, do you want to do it? And I was just like, I just don't know. And then I just didn't do it. And now they're with Eat Your Own Ears and people have been absolutely loving them. They released a magnificent album and yeah, they're not one of my bands anymore. So I am sad about that. So Mikey and Paddy and uh, uh, Clement, Clem, Clementine. Um, it's probably because you can't remember all their names. But Mikey and Paddy are the two main are the two main <laughs> songwriters. Then they got a, a bass player in who Clem, I think she's called, um, in and one other person who I don't really know that well. But anyway, you've done an absolutely great record, and I hope to have you again down back at Babiaga's hut next year. Yeah, the um, "Come Play the Trees" is definitely one of my surprise sort of records of the year because they've been around for ten years. You know, and then to do their best record yet and to start really finding an audience is, is amazing because it's not something that often happens to a band that have been around for a long while. It's also like a really, I mean, yeah, what did we say earlier about hyperbole? But it's just a really interesting forward thinking like rock record, like indie rock record is the Snap Tankles record. It's just brilliant. There's so many elements to it, but it's unmistakably indie rock at the same time. Nice. Well, here it is then. Hanging with the moon.
utterly brilliant, aren't they? Snapped ankles. There it is. Snapped ankles, exactly. I, I, I don't know if I'd personally think of them as sort of in the indie rock sort of style. You know, I think that, you, you know, it's a guitar band at their heart, I guess, but definitely a sort of kraut rock influence there. Um, also, you know, maybe a sort of like early noughties, mid noughties, um, you know, bit of a sort of new rave electro meets uh, rock sort of thing going on there a little bit as well. I, I hope they don't mind me saying that. Yeah, I thought we were going to get through the whole history of the podcast and our relationship with each other through our whole life without saying the words new rave on in public. <laughs> there we go. It happened. Yeah. 168 episodes in. Deary me. We might have mentioned it before, but... Oh. Yeah, that whole that I've whole. I've got pop- no problem with that whole era of music. I think it was a brilliant time. There was some very good elements to it. There was, um, I think, just the whole idea of that being a scene was nonsense. But it's a little bit before my time. Like I arrived in London, sort of regularly going to gigs just a couple of years after that. But it's not. It was that was like a, it was a proper scene in London of like incredibly well attended gigs, club nights, loads of people, fashion, music. That's a scene. Yeah. I know. I, I was here. So, what was the what's the problem with that? I just hate the term "new rave." So, you don't like the words "new rave." What about what about the music? Music's some of it's awful, some of it's okay. Who uh, who was like the big main band? Claxons. Claxons. That was the one. Pretty big bangers in there. Yeah, I know. I was not going to diss them. Other bands of that era, not so good. But Make- yes. Anyway, one Test band. Icicles? Oh, fuck me. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I never swear on this podcast. Have you ever noticed <laughs> that? Yes, it's, it's always fuck me. Fuck me. Test Icicles, mate. Who would have thought that what a member of Test Icicles would be like in the most in-demand R&B producer in the world? Yeah, Blood Orange. Yeah. Yeah, man, he's great. Some of his solo stuff's amazing as well. Um, but I think he's quite embarrassed by that as well, <laughs> by that whole man, Test Icicles thing. You shouldn't be, man. You shouldn't be embarrassed. You, you what what are you doing when you're younger? No regrets, but maybe embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to play a track from a record I've been talking about a lot recently um, outside of the podcast. It's by a Japanese 10-piece called Ajate. They are an Afrobeat band we played not too long ago, uh, but in fact six episodes ago on the podcast. I got the record through the other day called Abrada. Utterly brilliant it is as well. Uh, here's a track. It's called Taiwasho.
It's a Jarte Taiwa show from the record called Brada. I was. It's not the same band that does the percussion on the bamboo. It's exactly the same band. Is that... No, no, that's what I thought. Who I thought they were at the start, and then I doubted myself halfway through the band. I was like, "Is that a different Japanese Afrobeat band that Gas likes?" No, nope. it is not. That is exactly the one. Um, but no, we, me and Anthony, are Crystal Palace season ticket holders, and yesterday in the rain, uh, following our 
triumphant last-minute winner against <laughs> Watford. Sorry for any non-football fans out there. Uh, I was listening to that record on my long walk home. While pumping your fist in the oh, air and dancing around like I, a sort of maniac. I'm not going to lie. I did a couple of fist bumps like, as, as, <laughs> as I kept remembering that we won a game. For anyone who's not really a football fan, Crystal Palace aren't aren't great. One of the worst teams in the league, but we are currently on a winning run, or a not-losing run. (laughs) It's all we could hope for. And um, this is another song that I played not that long ago on the podcast, but a song so magnificent, so epic in its brilliance, it had to come back on the end-of-year list. It's Slabdragger. Uh, one of London's best metal bands, Trio, released on Holy Raw Recordings, done uh, split records with uh, another London metal band called Wren. Uh, Wren were covering uh, Mothers of Invention and Slabjagger were covering Captain B... No, sorry, wrong way around. Sorry. Uh, Slabjagger nope. were covering Frank Zappa. Yeah, Slabjagger were covering Slab- uh, Frank Zappa and Wren were covering Captain Beefheart. And here it is, the Muffin Man cover by Slabdragger. Ten minutes of metal brilliance from Anthony's Metal Corner on the podcast. Which had to make an appearance at some point. Naturally. Brushing his scapula on the side, and seeds to dunkies inside of his shirt. He turns to us and speaks. So Gavin, black head kids, 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 black head kids,
There it is, Slabdragger with their cover of Frank Zappa's Muffin Man. Without doubt, one of my favourite songs of the year. So epic, so silly, so riffy, so brilliant. And uh, the other half by Ren is also magnificent. Ticks all the boxes for us, really, because we do love a bit of silliness on this show. Yeah, it just makes just me want to just give up the Doomclaw, lunge and headbang my head and all those great things. Um, yeah, so you can get that. You can buy that. It's on Holy Raw Recordings. It's a split record between Ren and Slabdragger. So while this song was on, uh, Gaz pulled up the list of uh, most listened to labels and... Um, we we can give you the rundown yeah. because of as Gareth expected, it is now a dead heat between Ninja Tune and Rocket at twenty six at the top. Um, so what have we got coming down from there? Well, it's quite funny because I'd forgotten I'd done that, and then I'd like taken it off the screen that I was on. So now I'm just like trying to buy some time <laughs> to pull it up again. To pull it up again, and but there was uh, Chitari were definitely up there. So. Um, do we want to do this in sort of bullseye prize style, or do we want to just talk like normal? Well, we know what's the top one. In one, that one. Coming in at number five. Oh, so you're going in for top of the pops countdown <laughs> style? That's right. Um, let's go for number. Let's go for top ten. Okay. The one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten. Okay, here it is. And at number ten. Uh, Blackacre. Excellent. Electronic music label. Bristol, dubstep, grime, all good stuff. Number nine. Is Fire Records, uh, releases of Jane Weaver of this show. And at number eight. Uh, is Trunk Records. Well, I feel like they were sort of represented more early than they are now. Definitely. But still magnificent releases. Number seven is Hyperdub. Another, are they London based? Aren't they, they are indeed London based. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been doing a residency at Corsica Studios on a monthly <clears throat> Wednesday, um, bringing in some electronic music from the furthest reaches of the universe to our big club sound system. Super. Number six is uh, Riot Season Records. I actually had a record of theirs for this show, but I'm not going to play it now, but have released some awesome stuff this year. And now into the top five. Number Ooh. five. It's actually a joint fourth. Mm. Is uh, Jatari, who... Uh, Incredible you know. Leipzig dancehall digital dub label. And the leaf label of Snapped Ankles of this episode. Excellent record label from Leeds. So then in number three... Yeah. Um, number three? <laughs> there you go. You took a little Excuse while. Excuse me, sorry, I got distracted there. Uh, is Soundway Records of Diron Animai, who exactly. was Suzo. Flamingods. Oh, loads of good stuff. Loads of good stuff. And then, you know, one and two joint at number one. That is Rocket Recordings and Ninja Tune. Oh, the question is... Which of those first two is going to release the first best record of next year? I don't know. I have to check with uh, Chris and John what they've got released, well, and you can check with the other guys. Well, Rocket have Mammothones. We played that already. We did, because we, well, premiered it on my favourite labels and then played it on this one immediately afterwards. And yeah, but that is out in January, I think. I'm sure we'll play something from that record, because we did play it back in july or something oh was it that long ago yeah, ages ago but um well i'm I not think, sure about ninja tune sorry well there we go i think that's about all we've got time for for this week's podcast for this year this year thank you so much for um listening to the podcast donating we've had loads of donations we're just taking care of our hosting now um you know feel we... free to add more to the pot though because it only covers sort of us moving to a different podcast provider not other 
website tech costs. Exactly. You know, we really appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in, listening, getting in touch with us, and generally being brilliant people, lending us your ears for uh, this yeah very varied musical experience. What's your um? What's your musical New Year's resolution? Got get get snapped ankles to play. Uh. I, I don't know. You put me on the spot. I've got, I don't. I don't. I don't think I have one. I've got no idea. No. I wouldn't mind DJing again. This is 2017. Has been the year that I've DJed the least this decade for certain. So it would 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 be nice to get back to spin some tunes again. Ah, well, let's 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 hold you to that this time <laughs> next year. It has been yeah a wonderful year. If you listener could have a new year's resolution of getting more people listening to this podcast. I had a text from my girlfriend whilst we were recording saying that she is drunk at Tate Modern. Uh, acquiring people to subscribe to the podcast um which is why i love her that's the uh, idea if i get people talking about the podcast i'm like what, what you're not subscribed give me your phone and i'd get in there and subscribe there you go <laughs> so if you could do that that would be excellent and yeah as anthony says thanks so much for listening throughout this year it is amazing whenever and for any messages texts donations any comments that we've had on facebook and whatnot have just been like massively wildly appreciated from us and yeah i guess we're gonna have a couple of weeks off yeah we'll be back we haven't decided yet probably the uh, well january the first new year's day is a monday so it'll probably be the week after that i imagine the eighth yeah that sounds good maybe we can repeat our christmas special from last year uh, again for christmas in case any new listeners missed that for uh, some funky soldy bangers yeah and um, just one last promo for my favorite labels my other show uh, if you subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts there will be a lengthy show going up there for your boxing day so get on that Cool. Well, have a lovely Christmas and New Year's, and we'll be back with you next year. What yeah. are we leaving them with, Gus? We, yeah, we're going to leave with something uh, slow, dubby, delicious. One of the artists I've uh, discovered this year uh, is Rare Repetta, released through Boca Versions, has done some delicious glacial uh, dub music. The cassette is called In Fine Style, and this track is called Suddenly the Lights Went Out. Thanks so much for listening for this year, and we'll see you in 2018.